Alright folks, well this is the first ever audio round recap for the Grind Golf Blog. Uh, thanks for listening if you're here. Let's see if I can get through this without my 8 year old interrupting me. The chances of that are pretty slim, but we'll give it a go. Uh, so this was around from May 5th, 2022 at my home course, Chesapeake Golf Club. Uh, I snuck out on a Friday because there's about 8 days of rain coming. And I had a break in some meetings and so decided to go play by myself. Uh, it was fairly busy, but I got to the first tee and they sent me straight out. And as I was about to hit, there was a guy driving up behind me. So I was trying to, to kind of hurry along. I don't know if you know or not. If you've been reading a while, you have. My course has an irons only driving range. So often I'll just bypass that altogether. Take a couple practice swings, maybe one or two stretches on the first tee and off we go. So, uh, as he was driving up, I was trying to, to kind of hurry and hit a little Healy cut out there about uh, 282, just into the first cut of the right rough. Hit pretty good uh, for not having swung the club yet. I was pretty happy with it. Uh, definitely in play. A um, little bit of tree trouble getting to the green, as you can see there, um, but not too bad. As the guy drove up, I recognized it as a guy I'd recently played with and gotten to be friends with, so we decided to pair up and play together. And uh, so I waited for him and... Uh, we had a great time that day, and we'll probably talk about that more later. But so you see there, I had 82 yards in, a little bit of tree trouble. I could have gone up and over with 58 probably, but I decided to kind of hit like a low, punchy 8-iron and clipped a limb and ended up coming up just short of the green. So not great there. Uh, hit a decent little chip to about 12 feet and uh, just missed it on the edge about an inch or two off and uh, walk away with bogey on number one. Not a great start, not the worst start. Number one is kind of a crapshoot. You can see the road over on the right. I've seen more balls bouncing in that street than I can count. So anything in play on number one, uh, having not warmed up, is definitely a win. Uh, heading to number two, two is always tough for me. Uh, the, the tee boxes over on the left there, it look, just looks pretty narrow. You've got room to the right in that in that 17th fairway. But honestly, um, you got to be far enough over, right? Or then you're blocked out by trees kind of coming back across. So I always just club down and try and hit three wood here. If I can be left of those trees, great. Um, if, if I can't, then obviously I'm, I'm, you know, kind of having to hit a recovery shot, which is what happened here. I hit a pretty good one, but the wind was blowing left to right and kind of carried it just to the base of those trees. Hit a decent little punch out, um, to about, you know, 20 yards. Uh, there on the left side of the green. And then I chipped that up to six feet and this one, uh, looked like it was going down, just hit the lip and, and rolled on. So back to back bogues to start and uh, not real thrilled with that. Head to number three and we ended up joining up with another guy in front of us because it was slow. So, uh, we thought it might pace us a little bit better and super nice guy, older guy, um, kind of a short knocker. So, uh, but good to, good to play with other people. I play so many rounds by myself that every once in a while I love playing, uh, with random people because I get to meet more folks and just have cool conversations and see how other people play the game and that kind of thing. So I've hit this green in regulation the last 10 times I've played it. So I've been playing this hole really, really well after playing it really poorly for the last six months before that. But I just tugged this pitching wedge, uh, left. It landed about hole high in the bunker there. Um, I hit a pretty good shot out of the bunker, uh, flew it just a little bit too far and it rolled past. I had 13 feet downhill, kind of a, you know, a touchy one because you hit it too far and it can go all the way down to the front of the green. 
you don't want to leave it short and be above the hole. So I hit it with great pace um, and just missed it on the right about six inches out. But it stopped hole high, tapped it in for yet another bogey. If you're keeping score at home, that's three, three bogeys to start the day. Uh, this was a disaster. <laughs> so funky hole here. We've talked about it some more in the blog before, but a lot of risk reward. Um, I certainly have enough distance to carry the water with driver, but it looks even narrower than it is. And it is pretty narrow. Lots of trouble up there. OB on both sides. So the play is always pretty much in my mind to lay up. The problem is right now it's been dry and fast here. So even an eight iron sometimes will run down into that water. Um, where that fairway ends runs hard down and away from you. So I tried to, to hit today like a little 60% seven iron and just gave up on it and basically laid Sato where I was lucky at 188 yards. So I was not real thrilled with that, obviously, especially coming off of three bogeys. So grabbed that new apex utility wood and just smoked it right at the green, came up a little bit short because there's a hill on the left there. Um, but from where I was, I was thrilled to be, uh, you know, that close to the green and had a pretty good shot, hit a decent chip, uh, to 15 feet. It rolled out just a little bit past, uh, should have left myself under the hole, but I did not and hit another good putt that just kind of took the slope and ran away a little bit, missed by a foot or two and tapped that in. So that would be four in a row, uh, to keep the, to start the day going with that bogey train. Head to five and yet another pitching wedge tugged just a little bit left. I hit it good. It was windy here and it kind of killed it. I thought it might carry that bunker and leave me with a short uh, pitch off the side. Um, but I was dead in the middle of this bunker on the left and I hit a tour sauce 54 degree wedge out of this bunker that took one hop and spun and we thought it might go in. Everybody was kind of going nuts, but it stopped about a foot from the cup. So that was a great way to break that bogey train and tap in for par there. Um, would have loved the bird, but hey, from where I was, bogey or uh, par was a great score, and I'll take that. Six is a nemesis hole. Uh, we were playing at this point. We were playing the whites. It just was. Uh, I didn't want to play from the blues and have them play from the whites, so I was playing the whites. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't play from there hardly ever, and I just had too much club here. I hit driving iron uh, that flew about two forty in the air. And with it being as fast and dry as it was, it just skipped through. Um, luckily, we we saw it go in a bush. We It didn't go OB, thank God. So that was kind of a, a relief there. But I did have to take a drop, pulled it back. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, had I had about 265, I think, to the front. Um, didn't have a great lie where I dropped. It's just not the, the turf over there is just not great. And it wasn't a great angle. So I was really just looking to get something moving forward in the right direction as close to the hole as I could. I hit a little choke down, kind of knock down utility wood, um, that ran up and hit the hill on the right and kind of died. So I had, um, you know, 70 yards there just about and hit a pretty good little lob wedge, threw a little 58 up in the air, landed it kind of soft and it trickled out a little bit. So I had 15 feet. And uh, hit this putt again, another one we thought was going in. I've been hitting really good putts lately right on my lines, and just some of them haven't been going in. But um, it just kind of lipped out and, again, tapped in for a bogey. So at this point, I'm thinking, my goodness, this is this is kind of going off the rails here. And uh, if you've read the blog lately, you know I woke up the morning before this with a 6.8 handicap, my lowest ever. And here I am sitting, what, five over at this stage of the game. So definitely not happy with it. Um, trying to figure out how to get it going again, but 
you know, I'm, I'm not hitting terrible shots. I'm just definitely not scoring. And, uh, I've had a couple good putts, just not drop. So got to find some way to turn this around. Come to seven and seven is like coming home for me. Usually it is, um, you know, it's a hundred yards from my house and I hit driver there all the time in the summer and the evenings to practice. I've made more birdies on this hole than any hole in the world. It's just, it's a hole that I love, but it's a tricky hole because you can't really tell from the, the screen capture, but those trees on the left on the, the close side of the water completely block your view of the green. So if you want to go at the green, which is honestly probably a stupid play, but I do it all the time. I never claim to be smart. Uh, you know, you kind of have to go up and over them and just trust that it's coming back. And for me, 95% of the time, that's exactly what happens. The smart play is to aim it at that bunker and just play a little bit short of it or even in it and then chip out and, you know, make your par. But I really try and make birdie here as often as I can, especially coming off of, you know, five over through six. So tough deal here because I, I pulled out my mini driver since we were playing the whites and annihilated it. It would have been probably on the green. It was that certainly flew that far. Um, but it, it stayed left, didn't come back at all. So it died in the trees on the left, had to take a drop, hit another little pitch to 15 feet, which it wasn't terrible. Uh, wasn't great and just missed the putt, came up a little bit short, about six inches short. So good line again. Um, I didn't even hate the swing to be honest with you. I just expected it to come back and cut a little bit and it didn't. It wasn't like it was a terrible swing or a big hook. It was a really, it was hit really, really well up high over the trees. It just never came back. So, Tough break there, and uh, again, that's six over heading to number eight, which is another nemesis hole. Um, eight is tough because even though it looks like to the left of the green here, there's all kinds of trees and foliage and all that stuff, there really isn't. From the tee box, you're looking at a green, you can see the flag, and all you can see behind it is that house and a pool, and usually there's a bunch of kids in it, especially in the summertime. And I would literally rather die than hit a kid with a golf ball. So oftentimes I come up on this hole like 25 yards short, as you've seen if you've read the blog before. Um, hit a good little kind of chippy pitching wedge here. Uh, just carried it too long to the back fringe. Um, then I hit a little bump and run with a pitching wedge to seven feet and just missed the putt on the edge. So putter is icy at this point. Uh, yet another bogey. And so we head to nine and we're not in real good shape. Nine is, is tough. Uh, it's very narrow as you can see. It's OB both ways. Um, I usually hit mini driver here and there's just a ball magnet over on the clump of trees on the right. No matter what, who I play with doesn't really matter what your shot shape is. The ball tends to end up right. So I always try and aim left. And lately I've done a pretty good job of aiming left and just kind of cutting it back to the middle. Um, even then everything in the fairway runs off to the right. So you typically end up on the right side of this fairway or down in the rough. Um, and again, I smoked another mini driver here. Um, but before it had a chance to kind of cut back, it clipped the tree and dropped straight down about 190 yards. So I actually thought I was going to have to take another drop and I was hot. I was ready to snap my club in half, but as I drove up, it was sitting there in the rough. Um, and so I did have a chance. So it wasn't great, but I was still alive. Um, had to hit kind of a low, punchy little six iron out um, that ran kind of hot and through to the right side of the green and then hit a decent um, little pitch shot to six feet. You can't really see it there the way they overlap, but it was six feet um, down a slope. I thought it was going to take the slope and come back to the hole on the pitch and I'd have been in great shape, but it didn't. 
And so had to kind of trickle it down and it just turned right of the hole right before it got to the cup. So if you're keeping score, that would be eight over on the front, which is not ideal. My course, uh, is, what is it? 34, 37 for a 71. Um, so kind of a funky layout that way. Um, but you know, still eight over on the front is never good. Uh, headed to 10, which is a short par five, especially from the whites. It's, it's really short. I've never really played it from there. Um, and it's, it's another one where it looks maybe a little bit more forgiving than it is because anything on the right side of this runs down and away from you and it gets OB in a hurry. There's tons of white stakes on my course. Um, it's making me a better driver of the golf ball, but I also have to play a lot of shots that are less than driver. Uh, so with the mini having acted up twice now, I decided I opted for driving iron and I annihilated this thing. I mean, it was, as soon as I hit it, I was like, my goodness, I'm not sure I've ever hit a driving iron like that. It just took off flat, no spin. Again, it was fast and dry. And so as I started driving up to it, I just kind of kept going and there was no ball, no ball, no ball. And suddenly there it was and measured it at 262, which is, has to be the longest driving iron I've ever hit. Um, again, that one on the other hole ran out about 260, but that kind of went down a slope and across a cart path. This, um, this was just dead down the middle. So had 147 with a little bit of breeze into me, um, flushed a nine iron and just dropped it like a bag of flour to nine feet and buried the putt. So the big bird was flying. Great start to the back. Um, after being eight over an eagle on 10 was just what the doctor ordered. I needed it. I haven't eagled this hole in quite some time. It's definitely a hole you can eagle because it is such a short par five, but it takes such a good tee shot here. And there's so many ways it can get in trouble on the right. And the left is just trees and trees and trees. So most people tend to favor the right, but that leaves you either blocked out or hitting out of the rough or down by uh, somebody's fence or garden. It's just a mess. So to make eagle here was a big deal. Uh, head to 11. And honestly, this is a, this is a hole where for one of the very first times all day, there's a massive dis difference between the white tees and the blue tees. The blue tees are all the way back there at the back of the last tee box. And so these white tees were probably 50 yards up. I usually hit like a, like a solid seven iron on this hole. And today it was like a gap wedge, which I hate hitting wedges off of tees anyway. So, but got it up there, a little bit of breeze above the trees. Kind of knocked it down, fell short uh, to about 40 feet and lagged it really close to about a foot and a half and just kind of tapped that in. So happy to get off of that hole uh, coming off the eagle with a par. Uh, 12 is is another one where you've got a lot of room to miss left, but people just love to miss in those houses over on the right, including myself. I don't know why that is. Um, it, there's a little bit of tree hangover that makes you aim uh, a little bit further out to the right, but regardless, there's so much room to miss. I mean, you can hit it into 18 fairway over there or 13 fairway, and you've got literally probably a hundred yards to miss left. So there's not one good excuse to miss right. And I always aim at that bush on the left-hand side. And this one was just absolutely annihilated. And again, hard and fast. So it kind of ran out and ended up 320 yards away, which from the white tees left me just a short pitch. So threw it up on the edge of the green. Um, Thought I might make the putt again, but left it just a little bit short. It was slightly uphill. Thought it was flatter than it was, and it just kind of started to slow down on me. Um, but again, after the front side that we had to go eagle par par on the back is is pretty solid. Uh, 
13 is a tough one because you got to really shape it, but you can really run out of room in a hurry on the left-hand side. So I just grabbed uh, that driving iron and kind of threw it up into the wind. I knew it wasn't going to go as far because I had to get it up and over the trees. Um, so I did that. Fairway would have been great, but where I am there on the rough, I mean, you've got a clear picture to the green, nothing in your way. Um, I did have a little bit of pine straw that I was sitting in in the rough. It's kind of those trees just drop a ton right there. And not a good excuse, though. I, I just hit this too hard. It ran out uh, kind of – I flew it about 10 yards too far, and it came through the green pretty hot, just trickled to the back, um, pitched it up to 15 feet, and two putts from there. Um, just a stupid bogey there, honestly, because from where I was about 90 yards out, I mean, I'd have been so much better off leaving it short, but I was trying to really kind of push the envelope a little bit and get another shot back here and see if I could make another birdie and just hit it too hard. So live and learn, you know, I'll get better from that, but, uh, another bogey there to kind of bring me back down to earth. 14, man, if they would blow this hole up, I wouldn't hate it. It is, it can be a fun hole, but I mean, you see how narrow it is. You know, you've got water left again, houses on the right are ball magnets on this hole. And no matter how well I'm playing, when I come here, nothing good happens. Um, I'm going to write a blog post soon about playing scared and there's a couple holes on my course where I step onto the tee box and I am trying to talk myself into positivity. And this hole is one of them and it just never happens. I've made a couple birdies here, but honestly, I end up over in the trees on the right more times than I can count. So, um, this one ended up in somebody's garden box that was right there that actually kind of juts out into the course a little bit. Um, and so took a drop and hit apex utility wood kind of up around the corner. Um, tried to cut it pretty hard and actually did. It was exactly what I wanted. Um, would have liked it to be a little further left, but was just inside the cart path there and, uh, threw that one up to the top level. Again, two putts. Putter was, was just not doing anything for me today, but, um, you know, two putts from 15 feet isn't bad. If you listen to Lou Stagner on Twitter, he'd tell you that's probably two or average. Um, so at the end of the day, the problem here is the tee shot. It's not the wedge, it's not the putter, it's the tee shot. I have got to get that ball in play, especially with the driving iron. But I just can't make myself aim left because I run out of room so fast. I mean, I can hit driving iron in the water there. Um, and you can really, you can bomb a driver, but you still got a lot of trouble up there you can get into. And so at the end of the day, um, the tee shot just kind of sunk me here. So made a, made a bogey here. It is a tough par five, uh, but I've got to find some way to get the ball in play. I hate to hit something like a, six or a five iron off the tee here, but that may be the play because you just, again, you see how narrow it gets there. There's just no room to miss. Anything left of the fairway two slopes down hard to the water. So you literally have nowhere you can miss. Right, you're dead. Left, you're dead. At least left, maybe you're taking a drop instead of taking an OB shot. I, I happen to be, again, unplayable, but not OB. I got lucky twice that day, which was kind of crazy. So plenty of OB to mess with on the right, though. Uh 15, here we go. I thought I had another eagle here, to be honest with you. So um, I hit mini driver here, and it was a little bit downwind and got a little cart path love. I flew it over that bunker down past those trees. I saw it bounce once, then hit again and bounce off the cart path, um, and then kind of roll down to the deepest part of the ballpark right down there by the turn. And I actually had a great window. You can't see it behind that five iron tag, but there's two big trees there. And normally, if you're on the right-hand side of this, you're totally blocked out. You can do nothing with it. And um, I was thrilled that I had a totally open window. So I had 190 in, a little bit of breeze, kind of a cross at that point. 
and just flushed a five iron uh, behind the hole that kind of took the slope and came back to 10 feet. And I mean, we all thought the, the putt I hit was going down. It hit the stick and bounced out and it was kind of, it kind of lipped in a little bit and then just kind of settled about a foot away. And I tapped in for birdie to get one back, but man, two eagles in a round would have been a first for me and would have been massive with the way I shot on the front. So either way, hit a good tee shot here and a great second shot. I mean, anytime I can, I can hit a five iron to 10 feet from 190 yards out or more, uh, that's a big deal. So, you know, I was thrilled with the result on 15 and happy to get one back. 16 is tough. It's a, a long par three, a little bit of breeze here today from the back. I usually hit like a, like a solid five iron here. I hit a kind of a three quarter, six iron, uh, pin was up on the top shelf and I flew it whole high and uh, to about 25 feet left, but it was still a great shot. I was happy with the result. A lot of bogeys get made on this hole just because it's so long. Um, that bunker likes to just steal people's souls. And I was happy to be on the surface and, and putting, um, hit a pretty good putt, left it a couple feet short, uh, but stepped up and rolled in like a three and a half footer. So no harm, no foul, walked away with another par, and uh, pretty happy with how I was able to kind of turn things around in the back at this point. It was definitely a big change from uh, what we had going on on the front. 17 uh, is a is a fun hole. It's, you know, relatively long. You've got kind of a narrow corridor. you got to hit it through. Lots of balls end up hitting those trees on the right or the left and dying. You've got a little bit of room to work on the right, but then you're kind of blocked out. So I stepped up, though, and just hammered this drive. It was a little bit of a heel cut. I wasn't sure it was going to be as far as it was. But again, right now, I'm playing the ball back in my stance with driver a little bit and not worrying if I hit down on it at all. And I mean, it is just coming out hot all the time. And with the dry ground and the, you know, no rain lately and that kind of thing, the ball is rolling a little bit more than it typically does. And this new shaft I've got in my driver's killing spin. I mean, I've got a lot of good things going my way right now, so hopefully I can keep it going. But had 308, and as I have a tendency to do, Stepped up and just babied the heck out of this wedge and left it just short on the fringe. So that's where the difference between me right now is, a, I guess, technically a 6.8 and getting to a 5 is. I cannot hit these bomb drives and just float wedges 10, 15, 20 yards, 15, 20 feet short of greens. It just is ridiculous. I hit so many bomb drives that just don't pay off because I can't get it close enough to the hole with a wedge. So that's going to be a major focus of my game over the next few months. I've got a couple new wedges in the bag. I got a couple new uh, strategies. A couple buddies gave me some drills to work on to kind of do some things and some different ways to hit some shots. But I have got to find a way when I'm 300 and some yards off the tee and within inside 100 yards to get the ball not only on the surface, but get it close. So the only good thing here was I finally hit a putt. I chipped it to about 12 feet and rolled one in and kind of curled it in the side. And it was a big deal to, to make par there because I had every opportunity to make a bogey after what was a great drive. So happy to make par heading to 18. I wasn't really keeping track of my score at this point, but I knew it was definitely better than the front. So uh, 18, again, kind of a narrow corridor to hit through. I always aim at that big tree on the left. And, um, that's usually about 300, 305 yards. And if I'm somewhere in that vicinity, I'm good. Um, I s just basically tried to annihilate this ball because again, you've got so much room to miss on the left. Um, so I aimed left and just hammered it. But the problem was I caught another limb. And so it dropped not straight down, but kind of kicked down and forward. And I was behind a big tree in front of me. So I tried to play smart, didn't want to be, 
trying to hit something really hero shot like and do something stupid. So I punched that around this tree with the six iron. I had 77 yards. I grabbed my new gap wedge and with this new technique a buddy gave me feet together, hip to hip, you know, you've got, you kind of give yourself six shots with, with two clubs. And anyways, long story short, grabbed the 50 and threw it up in the air to a foot and thought it might go in. And so we, again, we were kind of all hooting and hollering, but um, great way to save par and just a completely different back nine, which is definitely the harder of the two at my course than the front. Um, so thrilled with the way I finished. And, you know, at the end of the day to shoot um, basically eight over on the front and end up at 78, which is seven over. Um, I was thrilled with that. The Eagle was huge. Would have loved to have two Eagles. That's big. Driver today, the stats when you see him are going to look pretty ugly, but I think a lot of that has to do with, A, there's a couple recovery shots, and they count those as penalties, or, or half penalties, I guess it technically is. Then I had a couple penalty, actual penalty strokes, because I hit that driving iron through the fairway on six, and I just blocked that one right on 14. Plus, I had that ridiculous chunky seven iron on number four. So off the tee was not great, but I also hit some really bomb drives today and gave myself some chances and obviously some good looks. So uh, the strokes game might be lying to you, but I hit some great iron shots today um, that gave myself a chance. Again, that nine iron on number 10 and the five iron on number uh, 15, uh, both of those to give me eagle and birdie looks were massive. And I was thrilled to see that. I'm hitting my irons better and better. If my irons and wedges can kind of come around and the putter is even remotely warm, um, I know I can score. So I was thrilled to get 78 out of this round. I felt like that was probably the best I could have shot considering the way I started. I did leave some out there, um, but at the end of the day, 78 is a score I'll take. You know, 7 over is pretty indicative if you're a 6.8 handicap. That seems like it makes sense to me. So, again, I need to start believing that's who I am now as a golfer. I still feel like a 12 most days when I wake up and – I head to the course and a lot of times when I look off the tee box, all I see is trouble. And, you know, when I go to bed at night, I, I play courses in my head to fall asleep and I'm like, where can I miss this shot? So that doesn't seem like, like a very healthy way to think about it, but I need to start playing more and more aggressive. My game is improving. The driver is hot. If the irons are improving, I know I can get even lower than I am. Five is the next goal. Hopefully we'll get there soon. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I have no idea how long this has taken me. Um, but I hope this was a fun way for you to follow along. Let me know in the comments below or on Twitter if you like this stuff. I can do more of it. It's easier than having to type it all out sometimes. Um, I'd love to add some you know, club reviews, some course reviews, some strategy stuff, just some general golf conversation stuff to the blog as well and thought maybe mixing up these round reviews with some audio would be a fun way to do it. So let me know what you think, and uh, thanks for following along.